0: What is this? Give me that. We don't
1: need one of these. You are listening to Lawson and Amy
2: Unscripted.
1: Good morning,
0: Casey. Tuesday, the 24th of September, you are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted, getting you to wherever you need to go on this Tuesday morning. As always, helping me across the desk is my co-host,
3: Amy Wadsworth. Good morning, Amy. Good morning. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Coming up on today's show, the awkward music mix-up that is disgracing all millennials. And Lawson, it's official. Crocs are cool.
0: When were they never? True. What do you mean it's only just official? I could have told you this weeks ago. But stick around. We've got plenty coming up on the show, including... Guess that movie quote, which I have a feeling I might win again this week.
3: We'll see. I've pulled out some big stops this week. I'm feeling confident. Remember when I was feeling confident with the Tick (laughs) Flicks? Yes. I'm feeling more confident with this one.
0: Okay, good. Can I have a clue?
3: I am a big fan of this franchise.
0: So it's all from the same franchise? It's all from
3: the same franchise. So what you're
0: telling me is once I guess one, i have just three in a row because I've just guessed the same
3: thing. But I don't think you're very well versed in this franchise. Oh, well, we'll see. You thought that about the chick flicks? Stick around.
1: You are listening to Lawson and
3: Amy.
2: Unscripted.
3: I am so happy to report it's official Crocs are
0: cool this is all this is meant to be a radio show that is finger on the pulse fresh news up to date and now you're giving me an old update because crocs have been cool
3: for years a long time if you were a long time listener (laughs) of the show you would know that we were pro crocs before (laughs) ariana grande the queen herself a style icon as you will uploaded a picture Wearing socks and crocs. Look, I don't think socks and crocs... I don't know if that's fashionable. Well, Ariana Grande is a spokesperson for Giovanni Giovanni Giovanni. Some some expensive brand that I don't know how to pronounce. Yeah. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> Would someone who is a spokesperson for a fancy schmancy brand give you bad style advice? No. Oh, okay. All right. Um, I'm, I'll go with it.
0: So, just for the people at home. Today, Amy is wearing Crocs and socks, sporting the Croc-sock combo. I'm hip. This is where Amy is a little bit of a sheep. Now, listen, we have talked about Crocs on the radio before. I own a pair, not a real pair, obviously, because I'm not made of money. (laughs) (laughs) But, But I do have a pair. Amy, tell me, when did you get yours? Last night. Last night. When did you see the article about
3: Ariana? A few days ago.
0: (laughs) Look, it works then, I guess, doesn't it? Because you've gone and got yourself a pair, and is it your first ever pair that you've owned?
3: I owned a purple pair Mm. eons ago when I was a wee child, but (laughs) this is probably the first pair I've owned since that Mm. initial pair 15 years ago. Thoughts? They're very comfortable, but I have a bone to pick with The Mart. Of course, I went to The Mart to go purchase my Crocs mm-hmm. because, same as you, we ain't here for any OG brands. No, no. We love our knockoffs. Yes. The problem with The Mart, which we very rarely have any problems with The Mart. If you know us, you know we rep The Mart. We love The Mart. Kmart, Wait. please sponsor <laughs> favorite us.
0: Favorite store, favorite store. We are not sponsored by them, but do yourself a favor, get in there and have a look at all We should stuff. be sponsored by yeah. them.
3: <laughs> that being said, I'm going to complain about them. Yeah. There were no crocs in the female section. Section? <laughs> ah! ah! you're doing well. The female section.
0: Yeah. Rude. Oh, whoa. yeah, sorry. I wasn't even, I just got distracted by the fact that you called it a sex but <laughs> I didn't listen to the actual content of what you're saying. No,
3: no crocs, no female crocs. No, so I had to venture over to the male section and get crocs that are... Were- a wee bit too big for me. You know what?
0: I'm actually going to say you do not have a leg to stand on here, or feet in this case, because the female section of shoes at the mart is enormous. There are so many different types of female shoes, styles, colours, patterns, heels, no heels, thongs, pluggers, all thought, all sorts. <laughs> have you seen the male section? It's so small by comparison. And you're complaining about the
3: one thing that's not in that female section. Yes, because as you said, there are so many different kinds of shoes. You can make 50 different kinds of sandals, Mm. but you can't produce Mm. for me one pair of Crocs. Just one kind of style is all I ask for. Now I have sleek black Crocs, Mm. I guess, that's fashionable within itself. But I kind of wanted something a little bit more fun and colourful, you know? I get it, but at least with
0: the black croc, you can wear it to a wedding. You can wear it to a funeral. You can wear it with anything, because black goes with literally anything. So it's basically an all-year.
1: It's an all-year shoe you've bought.
3: It'll go with all of my outfits, because these are now the only things that I'm going to wear on my feet.
1: You are listening to Lawson and
3: Amy
2: Unscripted
3: It is 14 to 8 and you are listening to Lawson and Amy Unscripted On this show, there are three things that we talk about consistently Food, Kmart, and weirdly enough,
0: planes That is an odd one, we have spoken a lot about planes
3: over the last year More specifically, Terrible Plane Passengers and the sins that they commit. Now, the Veronicas have joined the list. They have been kicked off of a Qantas flight for apparently refusing to put their luggage into the overhead storage locker, but I think where it escalated is once the people started talking to them, they were recording videos and taking photos, and I think that is more so the actions that got them kicked off as opposed to just saying, no, we're not going to put our luggage in the overhead locker. Wait, I'm confused. So who was recording? The Veronica's. The Veronica's. So they're apparently considering suing Qantas, so I think they were getting videos for evidence. Yeah. But why are they fighting
0: about putting their luggage in the overhead? It seems a little diva to me. Why are you making such a big deal about this? Put your stuff in the overhead luggage. What, what are they carrying that they don't want touched?
3: Da, 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 da. Sorry, yeah, had
0: to, I, yeah, well, had to I, do it to him. Kind of set you up
3: there. I heard it in my head when I said it.
0: I'm glad you went there.
3: I'm I'm glad I went there too. I feel like there's also a safety thing behind it. So when the plane people say, no, you need to do that, <laughs> you just comply because do you want the plane to fall out of the sky? Kind of good how you're calling them plane people. Plain people? You mean
0: like the hostesses. Air hostesses. Yeah, you
3: know, the official people. Air host.
0: And hostesses. Is there a name, like just a broad one for
3: for all of them? I feel like there could be. Like Flight attendants? Yes, that's it. That's what that's they're it. called. We got there. Woo, that was bad on my behalf. That is the question that I wanted to pose to you though, is Dang. you're saying it's kind of deaverish. Are the Veronicas big enough to get away with deverish behaviour?
0: You know, I don't think anyone's big enough to get away with deavish behaviour. Just because You are a national hero, (laughs) like the Veronica's. doesn't mean you can just do whatever you like. I still think there is some sort of etiquette wherever you are. You aren't too big to be polite or just do what they're saying. Everyone else that was on the plane had to, one, sit there and listen and wait for this to happen. Two, then wait for them to get off before actually getting to wherever they were going. So they're just holding everyone up. For what reason? I don't know much about the story, so I can't. Say, too much.
3: Yeah. As much as the Veronica's are a national treasure, (laughs) when it comes to the hierarchy of plain sinners, Mm. they're very low on the list. Now, previously, we have given the title of ultimate plain sin to a passenger who was on a flight of yours who was scratching their foot with the seatbelt clip. I just got a little shiver. I found someone worse. Worse than scratching the bottom of your foot with the... So I apologise, Veronica, but you're very, very unimportant in the grand scheme of things. This story is far more important. So this also involves feet. For all of you feet fanatics out there, you are very welcome. Uh, Just quickly on that, Amy is selling pictures of her feet. If anyone wants a picture of Amy's feet, just hit us up. Apparently uh, that's happening. So this passenger had a blood blister on their foot Uh, that popped. Wait, 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 popped or they popped it? Because of the difference. I don't know if they popped it on purpose or if it just popped. <laughs> the important part of the story is blood was splashed onto, to, <sighs> onto the two passengers beside them, no. onto a book and onto the cabin wall.
0: That is disgusting. It was a
3: literal blood bath.
0: Oh, man. How do you... What do you do in that situation? That is disgusting. If that was... I I thought scratching the bottom of your foot with the seat belt buckle next to you, no shoes on. I thought that was bad. A blister on your feet. Maybe they weren't wearing a shoe because of the blister. I don't know. Uh, Either way, it's wrong. Wear your shoes. Think about other people when you're on a plane. Just have a little bit of common sense. I just want to know how big the blister was.
3: Because if you look at the picture of the book, like that's a decent amount of blood. Oh, what the hell? I know. How? That is a lot of blood. And that's just on the book. It also got on the walls of the cabin and on other humans. Like, how much blood do you have in your... Blister. Blister lady?
0: That is absolutely disgusting. We will chuck it up for those of you who want to see the blood book. It's on our Instagram, Lawson and Amy.
1: You are listening to Lawson and
0: Amy
2: scripted
0: I'm actually trying to put myself in uncomfortable positions because you don't grow as a person unless you are outside your comfort zone. so I have been meaning to go along to an open mic for quite some time now, do a little bit of stand-up comedy.
3: I remember at the start of the year this is something you proposed to me as something that we should both pursue. <laughs> And I said, hell no.
0: Yes, well, I got as far as, you know, at first, all the way back then, just a thought. And I've been putting it off and putting it off. And then during the week, I looked up places where you could go and do open mics. And found one that was on on a Wednesday. So I went. I went along. I packed, I prepared a magic little routine. Wrote some new jokes to try out. I can't do stand-up, though, just without, just stand-up, jokes, just jokes. You need your magic crutch. I need the crutch, yeah. (laughs) I have to. I can't think of anything
3: worse than just standing there with no magic and doing jokes. And this is why I said no, because you have something to lean on. I have nothing.
0: (laughs) Very true. So,
3: anyway, I pack it all. I'm kind of nervous
0: because I haven't done it before, and I rock up a little early and there's not very many people in this bar Uh, and slowly starting to feel a little bit more. And by slowly, I mean probably about 10 people spaced out. First person gets up. And it's at this point that I realize that the open mic that I have gone to is a singing open mic, not, (gasps) not a comedy. What did you do? I'm already like, I can feel my face is Getting hot, I'm a little flustered. Because the difference is with about ten, probably filled out to maybe about fifteen, but they're sort of scattered around. The thing with a small audience for music, it's fine. You just sit there, you have a drink, you talk to each other, the music's in the background, you listen, as it starts to slow down, like or quiet down, you know it's time to clap because that song's over. In magic, it's a little different. I need hundred percent of your attention all the time because you might miss a piece of magic that happens because it's quite visual. So I put, my name was down and uh, I told the guy I'm doing magic. Is that okay? And he's like, yeah, that's fine. Magic, sick. And then as it got closer and closer to my turn, I just panicked and I just, I just bailed. I was there with a, look, I was there with a friend who was there to support me, but he had to go to work. So he had to leave by a certain time. And so he would have gone and I would have just been there doing it by myself, which is not such a problem. But I was like, nah, nah, I'm, I'm getting out of here. And I, I told the dude and he was trying so much to get me to stay, not having to buy of it and I left. That's I'm, so awkward. But I but the thing is, I'm a lot further along to actually doing it than I have before.
3: True, that is the closest that you've yeah. gotten. <laughs> How long was your set? 15 minutes. Oh, was... that is a long time. If it was 5, I would have been like, "You know what? You should have just done it. You should have just got up and sung a little ditty."
0: No, because that would have been that would have been a cappella too because it's an, they're all like live bands and stuff get playing guitar and I don't play any musical instruments so as a kid I tried to learn trumpet but that didn't work
3: have you ever seen will ferrell performing the popcorn song
0: no i, I have not what's it? have
3: you not seen that he came to a comedy show <laughs> and he hadn't absolutely nothing prepared so he recreated his grade school performance of the popcorn song Do yourselves a favor, go find the video. It's so funny. That is what you should have done. Okay, I'll keep that in mind for next time. Have it in the back pocket.
1: You are listening to Lawson and
0: Amy
2: Unscripted.
0: We are doing
3: this. What is that movie? Quote? Hmm. That's a hint as to what franchise. Good. Disney. Is it Disney? Ding, 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 ding. All right. Okay,
0: actually, could be a weakness, perhaps, possibly. Depends which one you chose.
3: Excellent. Are you ready? Yes, I'm actually really excited for once. I'm feeling once. really good this week.
0: For yes, once? I hate this game. Oh, okay. Remember,
2: with great power comes great responsibility.
3: Remember, with great power comes great responsibility. Yes. I feel like I should know this. With great power comes great responsibility. With great power comes great responsibility. Oh, well, this is so frustrating. Lord of the Rings. Damn it. What is it? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. With Toby Maguire. Spider-Man. The Spider-Man.
2: old
0: school. Frying pans. Who knew, right? Frying pans. Who knew, right? Who knew, right? I'm just going to go with Ratatouille. What was it?
3: It was from Tangled.
0: Ah, oh, Tangled. It's
3: actually not a bad one. It is one of my favorite Disney movies.
0: I bet their house is made of gummy bears. I'm just saying it be nice. Aw, oh, my caterpillar never turned into a butterfly. That's a cheetah. Oh,
3: Despicable Me. <gasps> <laughs> nice. I'm so happy. Oh, my God. I actually got a point. Guys. All right. This feels so good. <laughs> Hang on. No, no. I need to just okay, sit you with myself for a it? second.
0: Here, I'll help you. I'll help you. Yeah. You
3: Thanks for playing. That is the game done. I'm happy just to leave it there. No, thank you. Big summer blowout
0: Half off swimming suits Clogs And a sun balm of my own invention Yeah Is it frozen?
3: Yes Yes Damn it
0: Yes Yes One all I needed that I needed that Confidence Confidence going into this last round Always good
3: She's the man.
0: Yes. Excellent movie. Were you old enough to know about the Amanda Bynes show? She had like her own great TV show. Okay, moving on. Moving
3: on. Moving on. So currently, two to one. Yes. You need this to tie. Yes.
0: If not, I have won. And again, no tiebreaker (laughs) because we don't have one. Okay, here we go.
2: It's a dingle hopper.
0: Humans use these little babies to straighten their hair out. See? Just a little twirl here and a yank there. boy, am Yeah, I got an aesthetically pleasing configuration of hair that humans go nuts <laughs> over. You will notice that in the middle of that quote, you heard this. It's because I know the answer to this one is The Little Mermaid.
3: Yes. Yes! You look so so bloody smug throughout that whole entire thing, and I was like, <laughs> it, it's gone. I could see my my chances of winning fading no, away. Can, but I mean, I didn't
0: lose. You didn't lose. You did not lose. It was a draw, and that's, that's fine, you know? No winners, just people having fun.
1: <laughs> you are listening to Lawson and
0: Amy.
2: <laughs> Unscripted. Uh,
0: post Malone, I'm quite a big fan. He's brought out a... A new album. Hollywood is Burning, I believe the name of it is called. Anyway, he's got a track on the album uh, where he has collaborated with Ozzy Osbourne. Are you aware of who Ozzy Osbourne is?
3: Yes, the Prince of Darkness.
0: Yes, correct. He is the Prince of Darkness. He also did take acid for an entire year, every day, straight. Doesn't he bite the heads off bats as well? Just to see how it's done. I'm pretty sure, Yeah. yeah, he has also bitten the head off a bat. He's been around for a long time. The Osbournes, they have their own reality TV show as well. However, millennials have popped up praising Post Malone for giving new and upcoming talent a chance. No. Yeah, so they've you know, they're very excited that, you know, this Ozzy Osborne, very lucky guy to be able to just be given a step up, a a helping hand from such a big deal like post Malone.
3: Never have I been more ashamed to be a millennial in my life. That's bad.
0: Oh, it just concerns me. It concerns me a little
3: bit. Speaking of music though, I have an update from last week. We were talking about Taylor Swift and the backlash she copped for agreeing to perform at the Melbourne Cup. Yes, I remember. Surprisingly,
1: or not so surprisingly,
3: (laughs) she is now cancelled due to scheduling issues. Oh! But I've got a conspiracy theory (laughs) that scheduling issues is not what's caused it, and this is a response to the backlash that we spoke about in last week's episode. It's
0: very convenient that all of a sudden, after all these people are complaining about it, that she's got a scheduling clash that before they didn't notice.
3: I'll be interested to see who's going to fill her spot and if there's backlash for them or if celebrities are going to be very apprehensive to agree to perform at this because they saw what happened to Taylor Swift. That being said, they still get paid a stupid amount of money so they probably realistically do not care.
1: You are listening to Lawson and Amy. Unscripted.
3: ScoMo
0: has pledged $150 million to America to help with their journey to Mars, or reaching Mars, or traveling to Mars, something like that. And at first I thought, oh, that's kind of cool, uh, upon re- reading it, I have a little read through, but then I started thinking a little bit deeper about it, and it actually started to uh, annoy me. And I know that you're kind of surprised that things get under my skin and bug me because normally I'm so laid...
3: Happy-go-lucky. Yeah, so
0: laid back and relaxed. Never
3: complains ever. No, I never complain about anything.
0: (laughs) But this did get me thinking. $150 million to America. This article came out, I think, Saturday. Days before that, literally days before that, there was a huge climate strike... Over 350,000 people left their business, you know, striked for the day. And that isn't the amount that attended. That's just the people that left work for it. And yet, two days later, you're spending $150 million on trying to get to Mars. Why not put some of that money towards something to do with climate change? What do you have to lose? If you put money towards finding some sort of renewable energy or healing the Earth or at least trying to reverse some of the damage we
3: have done to the planet... See, I'm going to play devil's advocate here. Maybe we're putting all of this money into going to Mars because we need to find another planet because we've we've royally messed this one up. We need another planet. So maybe, just maybe, we're putting all of this money... Into researching Mars and going to Mars because hopefully, maybe, just maybe, we could live there. Is that even okay, a, but
0: that, but an option? Doesn't that seem more ludicrous than maybe we should try and fix the one we're on? No, no, we'll just look for a new one. If we can all, if we can
3: fly the entire
0: population to another planet, we're gonna be okay.
3: Speaking of space, I'm gonna take a second to reel it back in and bring the funny. September 20th was the day of the Area 51 raid. Yeah, oh, that happened. It's happened. So 2 million people said they were going to attend on the Facebook event (laughs) called Storm Area 51, They Can't Stop Us All. How many people do you think actually attended?
0: Maybe out of 2 million, maybe 500. That's being generous.
3: Between 75 (laughs) and 150 people. 1,000?
0: Nope. No, just units.
3: (laughs) Just units. (laughs) So hardly anyone attended, but I'm not surprised because it was a joke and it was very obviously a joke. I said initially when we spoke about this, that there would be a very small amount of people that actually attended. And these are the people that either take the joke too far or aren't self-aware enough to understand that it was a joke. (laughs)
0: Or yeah, or just want, or just really, really want to see them aliens.
3: See them aliens.
0: (laughs) See them aliens. I did see a GIF. uh, Someone was reporting out in the desert. It was just. It's all desert behind them, and then like a person (laughs) just runs across the back of the screen, bent over with their hands out the back like an airplane, just quickly across. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. I'll try and find it.
3: Speaking of jokes. The US government <laughs> the attempt, <end. laughs> attempted to kind of get in on the fun and it ended up having to apologize. So they, I think they tweeted it. It was a picture of one of their fighter jets. It
0: was a bomber, uh, a plane that drops the old bombs. Last thing, hashtag millennials are going to see. Now, clearly that is a joke. They're not killing anybody unless, you know, shoot on side if you, par- if you enter in. They got
3: cranky about it. People got upset by that. I think that's so ridiculous. Obviously, as we said, the event was an obvious joke. Mm. The government are just trying to have fun with it as well. And I don't think it's the people that actually went to the event that would have been complaining. It's probably just keyboard warriors who Uh. sit at home and get offended over everything. But I mean, you have to have a certain level of self-awareness. When you're fighting for the rights of people that are rocking up in alien costumes and tinfoil hats, I don't think it's really worth your time or the government having to release an official apology. There
0: was one arrest or one...
3: Yep, just one arrest.
0: Uh, I think it was for indecent exposure because he, a dude peed on the fence.
3: Really? I saw that it was for trespassing, but we're going to go with indecent exposure because I think that's so much better. Way better. (laughs)
1: You are listening to Lawson
3: and Amy
2: Unscripted.
0: My housemate uh, was feeling a little sick, so I told him I'd go to the supermarket and have a, have a look for something to settle his stomach. While I was looking, a product caught my eye. Now, it was for, uh, it's a suppository for hemorrhoids, so if those who don't know what that is, basically a painkiller that you do not take orally. You put it on your booty hole. You put it, yeah. You put it in your bottom. Yeah. Uh, Which is fine. I'm sure that's something that's needed. Uh, I've never had a hemorrhoid, but I'm sure they're very painful. We're only human. Yeah, of course. It's the name of the brand that caught my attention. And I feel like whoever created this, they got a little bit of a sense of humor. Now, the name of it, the name of the brand is <clears throat> anushole Like, wait, Anus... Uh, Anisol. How is it spelt? It's spelt A-N-U-S-O-L. Anisol. So basically, they've named it where it goes. But I just can't understand how the dude, in the marketing meeting, when they're trying to come up with a name... How he sold anus hole to the rest of the company without one person saying, I don't know, it's kind of, it's really close to anus hole. And I just want to just take that a moment just to appreciate the person who came up with the name anus hole for a Panadol or a painkiller that you stick in your anus hole. Anus hole.
3: I feel was- <laughs> like we're probably pronouncing it wrong. I don't think it would be pronounced... Anus hole. And that's probably how they got around it.
0: What do you reckon then? An anisole. An- anis- anisole. Anisole?
3: Anisole? Anisole doesn't sound
0: as much like anusole, but it's definitely the word anus with O L on the end of it. So anisole is definitely the name.
3: It's moments like this where I question what I'm doing with my life mm. when it's 7.40 in the morning and I'm very deeply thinking about hole.
1: The medication. The medication. Okay, you're just checking. You are listening to Lawson and Amy.
2: Unscripted.
0: Amy, when you go out to eat, are you a food sharer, or are you the type of person who, when they order their meal, it's just theirs; no one else can have any, and you're just going to sit there and enjoy your own meal?
3: Food sharer, a hundred percent. The kinds of people that refuse to share their meals are the worst kind of people. I
0: kind of get it if they're the only one with a meal. You don't want to just offer it to everyone at the table uh, and that's a little different. But when everyone is there, yeah, order it, put it in the middle or whatever and just let everyone have a little taste.
3: Being in a relationship. Sharing your food is up there with one of the top perks. If you can't decide between two separate Mm. meals... One person in the relationship orders one meal, the other person orders the other, and you just split it. I did this with Daniel once, and we were with another couple- Yeah. It was a double date. It was a double date. Well, with another couple, friendly, friendly couple, couple of friends, friends that we are, a couple that we're friends with.
0: <laughs> All right, I think I get it. <laughs>
3: Pick up what I'm putting down. Yep. And they looked at us horrified. They didn't say anything, but they didn't need to.
0: They obviously ordered two meals and didn't share each other's. No. No. So odd. I just don't get it. If you go to a burger place and there's so many burgers on that menu, you can't eat them all. And some of them are very tasty. If you order two and cut it in half, you're now getting to try two of the burgers on the menu. You, you get through the menu in half the time. Life pack, And also half the price.
3: What more could you possibly
0: want? I can't see any faults, really, with it. Sharing. Even if it's not with a partner. I share with friends, uh, my family, Anybody and everybody that's willing to do it, I'll get around it.
3: Nothing grinds my gears more than when someone has a meal that looks really good and you don't want half the meal. You just want one bite. Food you envy. You want taste. You're
0: talking about food en- yeah, envy.
3: Yeah, you have food envy. Yeah. And they are the type of people that don't share. So they're like, no, you cannot have one singular bite of my food. Why?
0: See, that I think is worse than them just not offering. If you ask and they're like and they say no, I think one it's rude of them <laughs> not to let me eat some of their food.
3: Exactly. <laughs> but
0: but secondly, it's worse if you're sitting there with no food and they've got food and you're just looking at them eat it and it just looks so delicious and they haven't offered you a little bite. That is just I, I, I always am hanging to try other people's food. I just I'm a big fan of food. I don't know if you know.
3: I feel like there's two <laughs> kinds of people when it comes to this, and mm. you're either a food sharer or like hardcore not a food sharer. There's no in uh, between. With this. Yeah, there's no in the middle. It's either share or no share. And this story that I have stumbled upon is the greatest example of a hardcore not sharer. This man has installed a safe. In his fridge, in his fridge for all of his chocolates, so his fiance cannot get into his chocolate stash.
0: What that sounds a little insane to be honest, especially if it's he- he's stopping his partner from eating his candy bars. Because isn't that the person you're meant to love and cherish and blah blah all that? That wouldn't you be happy to share anything with them? Isn't that the point? I
3: can see both sides of this. You should share your food, Mm. but at the same time, sometimes you buy your snacks and you just want them for yourself. Daniel is shocking at doing this. You'll get yourself a nice dessert or like a packet of chips and you'll be thinking about it and then you go and the whole entire packet has been demolished.
0: Okay, I guess that's different. If they're going to eat your snack entirely without sharing it with you or asking you different story.
3: Yeah. If they don't have self-control, which, hey, I am someone who also doesn't have self-control. If Daniel got himself one of these safes, I wouldn't be mad because I have no self-control. I feel like the
2: solution
0: here is not to get a new, it's not to get a safe. It's to every time you buy yourself a chocolate bar, just buy two. Buy two. Get one for your partner. Instead of excluding them from what you're doing and buying a safe just so that they cannot eat the chocolate bars that you are buying, why not go the other way, buy two, share it with them, and enjoy it together? Now it's like a, a weird, it's mine and not yours type thing.
3: Instead of turning it into something, hey, my partner also enjoys chocolate bars, why don't I get us both one? You know what? Now you are thinking... We're going to start calling you Lawson the love guru because that was some solid relationship advice right there.
0: <laughs> that is us done and dusted for your Tuesday morning. We will be back next week uh, on your airwaves again. So tune in then. But until
3: then, thank you very much. You can always find us at Lawson and Amy on Instagram. Lawson, if they want to find you. Lawson Reeves 91. And you, Amy? I am Amy Mariah. Feel free to always slide into our DMs. We love to hear from you if you would like to weigh in on any of the topics that we spoke about today.
0: Do so. See you next Tuesday.